0: To feel your presence, I need to know your power. Fill me now with more of you. I want to see your glory. I want to know your ways. So won't you please come and feel From you, cover my life with your dew, rain down refreshing anew from above. I need your presence today. Please come and show me the way. Shower down your rain upon us. Make me more and more like Jesus. Have your way in me so that the world may see. You are the potter. I am just the clay. Mold me and make me completely what you want me to be and I'll be changed from glory into glory I need fresh oil from you cover my life with your dew rain down refreshing and you from above you Shower down your rain upon us. Make us more and more like Jesus. Oh, shower down your rain upon us. Make us more and more like Jesus. Jesus came and spoke to them, all powers given all to me, in heaven and in all of the earth. Go ye in form everywhere, teach all nations, baptize. can build a mega church, you can preach, you can teach and gather crowds, so you must love the anointing, oh, oh, do you know who catches the anointing, it's a son or a
1: thank you for a blessing again. Thank you for the blessed opportunity we have. Bless us, speak to us, direct us, anoint us, Lord. May we become anointed, Lord. May we become even more anointed, oh God. Thank you for your perfect will. Thank you for your gift, Lord, of anointing that you give to us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Please take your seats. Hallelujah. And I want to continue sharing on the anointing. Hallelujah. Well, in the next session, Bishop Adi is speaking. Uh, He's going to be bringing us a good dosage of Loyalty and disloyalty. So, so I'm staying today in the lane of anointing. I'm trying to avoid loyalty and disloyalty because a heavier anointing is bringing it. Hallelujah. So, well, uh, I want to move on to Chapter 5 of the anointed and his anointing. We just finished talking about how to identify because we need to identify the anointing. Where is the anointing? The anointing that I need, where is it? Who has it? Somebody has it somewhere. It's always somewhere. Always, all the time. If you look for it you will discover that somebody has it. The only thing is that you should be able to see what you don't have. Because it's not as though you are not anointed. You are anointed. But there are levels and there are types and there are different forms and manifestations of the anointed. So when you want to do something in the house. Of God, let's say you want your church to grow. There is an anointing for church growth. There is an anointing for church growth. It is not the will of God for you to have a small church. It is the will of God for your church to grow. For God so loved the world. He loved the world. Not a few people. He loved the world. So God would like your church to be big, to be large, to be fat, to be obese, to be overweight. May your church be overweight. Your church be heavy. 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 May you retain souls. Keep souls. May the souls multiply. May your church be mega. Fat. Juicy. What does it mean when the church is fat and big? It means more souls have been saved. 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 It's not God's vision for you to have a small church. To say you you are into quality, not quantity. Hey! The blood of Jesus gives you both quality and quantity. May your church be mega! Hey! Fat, juicy, spilling over. May people pass by your hall and ask "The whose church is this? Receive the anointing for church growth. Yes. A church has to be big. It has to be big. It shouldn't be small. Your church shouldn't lose weight. It should be putting on weight putting no weight. I said, your church should be an obese church. Your church should be suffering from obesity. Weight and overweight. Your problem should be space. Hallelujah. And be excited about it that the church is growing. (laughs) Never, Never say you want quality is quality. You want quality. You don't want quantity. Me, I want both. I want quantity times quantity times quantity and I want quality. I want all. Plenty. Plenty. So, there's an anointing for church growth. There's an anointing for leadership to lead. It's one thing to be a pastor. It's another thing to be a leader. So you want anointing to be able to lead. To lead. That I'm leading. I can lead. You need to find who is a leader. Who has been leading this church? Because if you are leading, you will take your people somewhere. We will see that where they used to be, as they joined the church, they have been taken to another level. That is where, that's why where we start seeing people who are pastors, people who came as nobodies, nobodies. Like Jesus, he had nobodies. Fishermen and this kind of tax collectors and all sorts of people. David the same. He had this kind of disgruntled people, this despair, confused people. He turned all of them to, to mighty men. That's leadership. Leadership. And it's an anointing to lead. Jesus left us with apostles. Fishermen became apostles. Or it's easy to raise apostles in Jerusalem. Hmm. Mercy. It's an anointing. It's not that it's easy in some places. That Jews are, it's easy for Jews to become apostles. What are you talking about? What are you saying? It's the anointing. So you have to rather look at it and say, what is the anointing to lead, to turn people into something else? I need that anointing. Like I said, somebody has it. Has that. It's in, it is in their back pocket. It's in the back pocket. You see, anytime you see somebody standing in front of you, ministry, or even watch the person on, on, on TV, wherever, you see the person having different types of graces, And anointed and being able to do things you can see the person has evangelistic anointing his crusades are large has churches has planted churches that's anointing for churches anointing for evangelism anointing for raising pastors and ministers anointing for writing books in different languages what it means is that the person has a key to walk through those doors It is therefore our duty when we identify this guy has this. This man has this type of anointing. It is our duty to tell ourselves that I am going for this anointing on his life. I'm going for it. Because he has a key that you don't have. Any room you've not been able to enter, it means you don't have the key to that room. If you have the key, you enter that room the name for offices and anointings in the ministry is like a room. Well it calls a room that's like an office a well that you operate in and you need a key to enter a room a key and there are people people have keys people have keys when I when I see Bishop Doug standing there and ministering all the time I was just in a camp with him just last week from Tuesday to Saturday as I was sitting there and he was talking, ministering people from different parts of the world. I mean, different parts of the world have gathered thousands. I just said to myself, on his, on his hip, I said, spiritually, on his hip, he's holding, there's a key. There's a, there's a bunch of keys there. Keys for different things. Keys for training pastors, training bishops, planting churches. Doing evangelism, having crusades. I mean, different keys on the. mind. I mean, he has, he has keys. Because he comfortably operates and sits in different offices. Different offices. He maneuvers like that. You see him like that. He just moves into this office. Then he just moves in. You should, you should see him sitting with people talking. You say, this is a pastor. Then you should see him take the microphone. This is a teacher. Then you should see him speak. This is a prophet. You should see him on the crusade ground. Say, this is an evangelist. If an evangelist by any standard, by any standard, by any standard, not a corner shop evangelist, evangelist comparable to the Billy Grahams and the Reinhard Bonkies, by any standard in numbers, miracles, name it, there's a key. All I'm saying is that there's a key, then books topics in depth I mean deep I've taken one book I'm here today tomorrow half of Saturday there's no way I can finish that there's no way I'll finish it the book is deep deep properly written it's just one of the books on the anointing that he has just one of them there must be keys it is our duty now to switch our eyes you see which key do I want Which room do I want to enter? Who has the key? Who has the key to enter that room? Who has the key to get into that room? Who has it? Who has it? Who has it? You must always be looking for who has Who is the holder of the key? Because somebody has the key somewhere. Somebody has it. Don't say that you are going to make an original key. Those who went to make original keys, I don't know where they are. I don't know what they have done. They keep saying, they keep saying, I don't know whether when people say something is original, they feel like they are really, you know, they've really arrived. Original? What is original? The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new. There's nothing new under the sun. Say and say and say and do everything. The, the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. Perhaps you are not aware of what you have. That what you have, it has been before. say original. There's
0: nothing original.
1: We all learn. We always learn. We learn. The Bible says about and they took knowledge that these people have been with Christ. And they saw, they said, no, there's something on Christ that has come upon them. The way they are operating and they are they have been with that Christ man. They have been with him. They have been with, that is why they are the way they are. Discover who has the key. That's the question. Who has the key? Where is the key? Where is the anointing? Where is it? And plug in. Plug in. Just plug in there. You will see anointings coming over you. You, you. You'll be surprised that you become a different person. You'll be a changed person. Sit down. Matthew chapter 13. To our next thing. Chapter 5, isn't it? The anointed and his anointing. The anointed and his anointed. It's my prayer that from today, we'll have great respect for the anointed. Yeah, great respect. Great respect. Because when we don't respect the anointed, we don't think that we can get anything from the anointed. When we don't believe that this person has it. I believe in the anointing. And I believe, I believe that my pastor has it. I believe that he actually, he actually has something that I can benefit from. It is my mind. It is my mind. I don't look, I don't look anywhere else. For, I believe, it is there, he has it, it is there. I cannot, I cannot suffer from spiritual diabetes. In the abundance, in the abundance of anointings, then I'm dry. Then I don't have, then I don't have, I believe that what I need is in the house. If it wasn't there, I'll mention, I'll tell you that, you know, there's one or two here, you know, I'll have to get this i have to get it. Because practically, what I'm looking for is there. Church growth is there. Church growth. He visited our church once here, about two, three years ago. First life Church. And Then afterwards, he made a comment to me that changed me. It changed how I see that church. It changed. He just made a comment. He didn't. Say, he, there was no meeting. He was just talking there. He just made the comment. I said, "Hey, is that what it is?" I said to myself, things, things will be different from today. Things will be different. Things will be different. And things have been different. Just one, once he made a comment like that, I said, no, this is a prophet speaking. This is a prophet. He's saying something. He's saying something to me. I've got to learn. I've got to hear. May your ears be anointed to hear. So, in chapter 5, The title is The Anointing in the Field. The Anointing in the Field. Matthew 13 and verse 41. 41, please. It says that the Son of Man shall send forth his angels and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend them which do iniquity. Verse 42. And shall cast them into a furnace of fire and there shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Okay, verse 43. Then shall the righteous shine forth as a son in the kingdom of their father, who has ears to hear. Let him hear. Verse 44. Again, again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a treasure hid in a field, the which, when a man has found, he hideth, and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath, and buyeth that field. Now, This passage we've just read, verse 44, is all that I want you to see for this session. Verse 44. The kingdom of heaven is like unto a treasure in a field. The anointing is a treasure. It's the greatest treasure any minister can ever walk into or any, tre- any minister can ever have in his life. Is the anointing. It's not his suit. It's not even his wife. It's the anointing. It is the anointing. It is the anointing. It is the anointing. It's a great treasure. It's a great treasure. Those who treasure anointings have found anointings. Those who don't treasure it. You see, in your life, in your life, you discover that everybody has what they treasure. Everybody has what is important to them. You go, you go to different ministries. There's what is important there. And there's what, not, what, what is not important. What is not so important. Everybody has what they treasure. You go to some ministries, rich people are very important. Rich people are very, very, very important. I find I'm still foreign and alien to someone talking to me about what he has or what he has done. If you're a member in my church and you start blowing that trumpet, you say, I'll be looking at you like, which planet did you fall off from? Because over here, what we value is anointing a ministry. Not what clothes you wear or what shoes you wear or how much you earn. I mean, great. earn a lot. Be blessed. Thank you very much. But let's get to the job. Let's, because if you are spiritual, If you are spiritual, whatever you claim you have, it to be felt in the church. A lot of people are not spiritual. I said it already, isn't it? I'm still saying it. A lot of people are not spiritual. Pass the bag around. You see the spiritual ones. Not by by what they claim they have. Look, I'll be be shocked. I'll be looking at you like uh, I've I've met a toad that speaks Yes, a toad. A toad that speaks. As you are telling me that you are this, you are like this, you have this, you've been here, you, you do this, you, 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 you work here, you climb here, you, you fall down here. I'll be looking at you like I'm looking at a toad that is flying. Like I've met a toad with wings. Because I'll be thinking of what use is what you are saying to the church, of what use is it? The great treasure is the anointing. The great treasure is the anointing. Number one anointing. Number two anointing. Number three is the anointing. It is the anointing. Nothing is more important than the anointing. It's the anointing. It's the anointing. You must be anointed. You must. That is what, that's what Nicodemus said to Christ. He said, no man can do these works except God be with him. Except God be with him. Except You want to do great works for God? God must be with you. God must be with you. You must be anointed to be able to do it. If you are not anointed, you cannot do it. You can't do it. It won't be done. You will try, 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 try. But first, seek the anointed. First, seek to be anointed. Seek to be anointed and you will be able to do a lot of things. Seek to be anointed and you will be able to do a lot of things desire to be anointed and you will be able to do a lot of things. You will be able to, you, I mean, you will have things. It comes from the anointing. It's the anointing. And when you are chasing anointing, you will discover that you need to find the field that the anointing is in. It's a great treasure. Where's my verse? Great treasure. 1344, Matthew. The kingdom of heaven is like unto a great treasure. The anointing is the greatest treasure ever to be given to men. An anointed person is like a treasure hidden in a field. But you see, unfortunately, the great treasure is hidden in the middle of a big field. So, when you see the anointed, you have to, you see, searching for the anointing. It's like climbing rocks. It's like moving through swampy fields. But your determination that there is, there's a treasure here. There's a treasure, it's what keeps you going. What will make someone follow someone for 30 years? Before he gets, before he receives an anointing. What will make someone keep traveling to Korea for 24 years? 25, what what will make him keep going? What is he looking for? What is he looking for? I mean, flight from Ghana to Korea, even from here to Korea, plus six hours. I mean, you must be very determined. Very, very determined. You You must have seen something. You must have seen something and believe that that something can change your life or help your ministry. Otherwise, you will give up. Otherwise, you give up. You give up very easily. Anointing chases are like people who have seen and believe that there is a treasure in the field. There are no people, people who just have an experience and they give up. Or people who try once, twice, then that is it. That's why you hear a lot of people, we have tried, it didn't work. We have tried, it didn't work. You know, we've been trying this thing. This is how you said we've been trying it. We tried, no, 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 no. It is not, it is not a trial thing. It's not something that you try, it's something that you believe, and then you persist. You persist until it happens because it will happen. There is a treasure in the field. There is a treasure in the field. The whole field is not a treasure. The treasure is in the field. For we have this treasure in earthen vessels. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. We have the treasure in earthen vessels. So the treasure, the treasure will be in a Ghanaian vessel, or it may be in a Nigerian vessel. Or it will be in a Korean vessel. Or it will be in an American vessel. The treasure will be in a human vessel. That means that that it comes with all the idiosyncrasies of the person. There there, there are things you might like and you may not like. Things that are peculiar to the person. That, that, That can actually put you off. I'm telling you, it can put you off. Everybody has a personality. Everybody has a, a person. Has a temperament. You will meet the treasure. The treasure is it is hidden. It is hidden. It, you see, it's not. It's not something that is in your face. I'm sure all of us say we have money in our in our in our in our in our in our house in our homes. There's money there, but when I open your front door, I'll not see that money lying there. The money is inside somewhere in the house. It's there even if it's 20 pounds, it's, it's in the house. But when I open the front door, it won't be lying there. Uh-huh. That is how the anointing is. When you, meet, when you meet the carrier of the anointing, you don't see it immediately. You may see other things. You see other things. You hear an accent. You hear an accent. Even when he speaks, you have to ask somebody, what did he say? When he says a joke, everybody is laughing. You have to ask, what is the meaning of the joke? Because it's like the sense of humor is different. You don't even understand. It's like, what is funny? When he's preaching, you have to say, well, I, I missed that. What did he say? You meet, you meet a person with different things that are um, his, his natural self. His natural self. But that, that's, where, that's where the climbing of rocks come in. Climbing of rocks. Moving through swampy fields. Knowing that there's something. Climbing of hills. Descending hills. Say so that like, look, I, it's like, I will go, I will get it. No matter what it takes, I will get it. I am going for it. Nothing will put me off. Nothing will make me turn away. You see, many people have been turned away. They've been turned away from fathers. Fathers, anointed fathers. Fathers that God gave you that you would have been blessed. Your ministry would have changed. But something has put you off. Pride. Pride has even made you quarrel with a father. And you want to be anointed. Oh, you don't, you don't know God. I'm sorry to say it that way. But you don't, you don't know God. You don't understand God's ways. You won't be there. You've quarreled with a father. You expect God to anoint you. So you can compete with, so you can put your picture on Facebook and Instagram. Itself. You are also there. God is not an author of confusion. Yeah. You climb, you climb, you climb mountains. Sometimes watch. The fathers and anointed people that you have, with, you have quarreled with, watch them. They are still there. They are still strong. They are still strong. Their churches are full. <laughs> They are are there getting stronger and stronger. When you feel your departure is going to weaken them, they are strong. Because because God is with them. 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 them. He's there. You'll You'll be ticking boxes. He couldn't do this. He didn't do this. You even say, oh, we heard stories. That he felt this. He fell into immorality. He fell into this. Every, every time he discussions, But watch carefully. Watch. When you finish all your discussions, watch. Has God left the person like you have left? Hey. Then you should know that God is not a man. Hey. God is not like you. Hey. God's standards are not your standards. Hey. That is when you discover that, Hey. God is You see, believers, we even feel like going to heaven to ask God that God, can't you see all these things that the person is doing? Can't you see it? He can see it, but his gifts and callings are without repentance. He is God. He is God. I'm telling you, he is God. And by the way, half of your imaginations are not true anyway. <laughs> See, people, when God has put you in a place to be blessed, to become anointed, it's that like we can't. It's that like we don't have the stamina. We don't have what it takes to follow and to continue following. Look, I won't lie to you. When I, heard, when I heard that man mention 30 years, I won't lie to you. I was a little discouraged. Yes. I said you to say some five years or something. He said 30 years. He was giving a powerful testimony, but he said, Before I got there, he said, 30 years. 30 years of hard following. Hard, hard following. He said, After 30 years, then I had this experience in the anointing. Yes. And he said, Till today, he's walking in that anointing. Yeah, but 30 years. So you can see that your occasional visits and your hellos. And having the phone number of a man of God. And occasional hellos and Christmas cards. It is not the same as following. It's not the, it's not the same as wading through the swampy fields. Believing that, believing that there is a treasure there. There is a treasure. There is a treasure. It's like there is a treasure I must find. That's not how to find treasures. Treasures are hidden. Are hidden. That's when you see when you see the person, you see immediately you say, ah, this is a Ghanaian. This is a Ghanaian. You say, this guy is a divorcee. I hear, I hear he has divorced twice. Huh. No problem. No problem about your hearings. But after you have heard, have you checked? Is God with him or not? Is God with him or not? Is God with him or not? Is God is God there or he has left him? After you discovered, he's done this, he's done that, he's done this, he's done that. All the stories. The main thing, the main thing is the anointing. When food, when food is put in front of you, you don't eat everything. You eat, you eat what you have to eat. Because there's food, there's there's eatable food there. And there are some things that you can't eat. So you eat and you leave what you can't eat. One day, Amen. I went out with one of my pastor friends. And at uh, that function, we given chicken wings. Chicken wings. We all had about four each on our plates. It's like one of these kind of finger food kind of play, um, events. So, I'm to strip the flesh of the things and I ate it. I think I was busy eating. By the time I lifted up my head, my friend was sitting in front of me, opposite me. By the time I lifted up my head, his plate was empty. His plate was as white as when we arrived. White. White. So, I looked at him. My first question was, were you not giving some? He said he was. So now I was wondering. So my question was, why is it? He has swallowed the wings like tablets. He has swallowed it like tablets. <laughs> Crashed the bones and swallowed everything. Everything was gone. And so I kept asking him, so how, how did you do it? How do you do it? How? When I ask the question, he can, he can say, oh, 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 Rev, oh, Rev, oh, Rev. I said, how? Did you swallow it? Because here are my bones. Here are my bones from the wing of yours. Are, he, he swallowed everything. <laughs> His plate was white as we came to sit down. There's, there was no stain. Not, ev- not, even, not even the sauce on the wing has even saw the plate. White, but I'm saying that when you meet the anointed man, you don't swallow everything, but you have to be able to go through the doors and go through the gates and go through the obstacles to the treasure. To the treasure, you go to the treasure because the treasure is there and it's intact. You don't say. You don't say because this the field is marshy land, so you don't want it again. No, you want it. You don't. Want, you want it because there's treasure there. You want the treasure. You don't want the mud and the whatnots and the and the water. You don't want. But you want. You want the treasure. You don't say that. No, I want a treasure that is in a perfect field. You may never get it. You may never get. You may never find it you won't find it the treasure is in earthen vessels it's an earthen vessel that's where it is I I don't know how God chooses you can ask God if you meet that God why did you choose to put your treasure there it is there anyway it is there that is where he has put it let's grow up let's grow up fast and know that it is God's choice to put his treasure here he has chosen you can't challenge him you can't tell him, God, well, God, won't you change your mind? Please, God, will you not like to put your treasure somewhere else? He my treasure is here. My treasure is here. I've put my treasure here. Put my treasure here. When you meet the container of the treasure, you, see, you may say, hello, the, treasure may not even, the, the container may not even respond. I so saw a man of God once. I was so happy to see him. So happy. I've been so happy. So I I broke all protocol. And I rushed to him to say hello to him. He was standing there like, have you tried to stretch out your hand and you have to put it back and you didn't know where to put it before? I rushed, he said, hello. He was looking at me like that. And my hand was like this before I was. Hello, look. Look till today till today that I'm telling the story he has not responded to my hello that I went to him to say he was just looking he's just finished preaching powerfully I mean powerful anointed preaching and I was so happy when I got the door I mean he was standing alone I said "Ah, this is my chance this is my chance let me go and even shake hand." and my hand was I didn't even know where to put it He didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. And then somebody, I think somebody, I don't know whether the person saw the situation, but one of the security guys came. He said, oh, this is, this is um, Bishop Richard from London. He was still looking at them. He turned to the security and he said, that, so where do we go next? And they walked away. It's okay. It's okay. This, these are the rocks and the hills. I won't judge him or condemn because he's not, I mean, relational or whatever. No, 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 no. it's okay. It's okay. He's a vessel. God has put it there. Whatever, it doesn't matter. My eyes, my eyes are on the treasure. My eyes are on the treasure. My eyes are on the treasure. It's a treasure that matters. It's a treasure that matters. If I can't get him physically, I can get him through his audio messages. Yes. Don't you listen to someone's? Or do you don't need to shake hands with the person, or to say hello? I can get him to talk in my room hundred times over. Hundred times, I can say, talk again, say it again, because I'm looking for the treasure. Yes. The experience was bad, but it hasn't put me off. It hasn't put me off. It hasn't put me off. Put me off. I met him the second time in somewhere. I don't want to say where. Somewhere. Yes, somewhere, somewhere in South America. The same experience. This time I didn't go. I was, you know <laughs> I was checking whether I should go or not. But I, re- I realized at the same. as he was standing there looking at somebody trying to, he, he looked through me like I was transparent. Do me so I just said. and i went <laughs> i didn't try <laughs> i just went i said it's okay it's okay oh things can put you off things can close the tap of the precious anointing the oil. but you see some of the things are not necessary they are not so necessary because sometimes even meeting the person physically rather blocks you forever in receiving from the person. You will be blocked forever. So it's even better never to meet the person. Or never to try and meet the person. Why do you want to meet the person? His messages are recorded. His books are in print. You can never sit with somebody in one meeting and then you download all his revelations. No. The revelations are there documented. If you eat it, if you eat it, if you will wade through the swampy patches and fields, you arrive at the treasure. You will arrive at the treasure. I am there, I have arrived. I have arrived at the tre- I have got the treasure. It doesn't matter what type of vessel. if you're not careful, you even start marking grammar. His grammar is not good. Grammar? Grammar? Gram- My question is, grammar in which language? Ah. You said grammar in English. Have you heard him preaching in French before? Maybe he's fluent in French. Or he's fluent in Chinese. Or he's fluent in Korean language. Or he's fluent in tree. Have you heard him preach in tree? You let him preach in tree. You be surprised. You are saying you are saying he's not fluent. His grammar, his this, his that, his accent. Blah 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 blah. What anointing is an accent? Fluent in which language? Which language? Everybody is fluent in a certain language. There's about two language that they can still really start. With, endless. It's difficult for people to preach in other languages. Sorry, are marking grammar is put you off. Be expert swimmers to anointings. Swim. Swim through deep waters. Swim through deep waters to the anointing. Because it is hidden in the field. It is hidden. It is hidden. When you see the, the, the person's, you see the, the person's personality, everything is very loud in your face, but the treasure is in there. Learn how to bypass all the barriers. Bypass them. Say to yourself, I don't mind. I don't, I don't mind how he sounds. I don't mind how he sounds. I don't mind how he sounds. sounds. There is something in him. He's saying something. He's not a fool, he's saying something. He is making a point. He's bringing a revelation. Yeah. Don't mind what car he drives. What does what car he drives? Be... I don't mind his weight. I heard, I heard somebody say once, like, he can't listen to uh, people who are overweight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he had, he had his reasons. He had his reasons. So once you're overweight, he can't listen to you. You have to be the right weight. But by the way, the only way you can tell someone's weight is if they stand on scales. You can't tell weight by sight. Yeah. You can only know weight by if the person stands on scales. You can only tell how healthy someone is by some tests. Not by looking at the person. One day, I was praying for people. A lot of people have come to the front. Must pray for them. Lay hands powerfully. Oil was flowing. People were falling and rolling. Receive it. Receive it. You two, receive it. Bring that one back to me. Usher, you are too slow. Bring that one. Bring that one back to me. Quickly. Quickly. <laughs> Lift him up. Lift him up. Lift him up. Let me slap him again. <laughs> Then, then I saw this petite lady. Do you understand, petite? Petite in height and structure. Petite. And I said to myself, this one is easy. Take it. Then the ashes were slow. So as she was going down, I said, oh, this one is petite. I can use my leg to help her land. Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. When she dropped on my toes, I felt like a boulder had been dropped onto my feet. The anointing lifted for a while. I was like this. <laughs> I knew something had happened to my toes. So after the service, I took my shoes off. You should see my big toe. The hole that had come in my socks. Big hole. My toe was sticking out like that. I said said to myself, where is that lady? She's not a human being. (laughs) Petite. Small girl like that. Small girl. But heavy. So I'm saying to say to you that you can't tell weight by sight. (laughs) Yes, you can't. You see the person big like that. But the person is not heavy short. She was, like, she was like an MP4 file. <laughs> Loaded. Loaded. Compressed. Compressed. Small. My feet. Oh. Sit down. <laughs> the treasure, the treasure can be any type of vessel. Keep your eyes on the treasure. Not on the field. Not on the type of field, the color of the field, the state of the field. There's a treasure there. Be determined that I'll go for that treasure. Don't be, be put off. I, you see the examples I'm giving? I tried greeting, I didn't get anything. I tried smiling, I didn't get anything. I, 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 Even when I think of it, how did I I bring my hand back? I can't even remember how I brought my hand back. But I remember it was very long. (laughs) You're laughing at me. (laughs) The price of the anointing, number one. Number one is the cost of your time. If as you are going through the field to find the hidden, the hidden treasure, it will take time. It will take time. It will take time. And you must make time for it. It will take time. It's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of time. Yeah, it's going to take time. I mean, real time. It's not not going to be a bomb of experience. It's going to take time. It's going to cost you time. Time. How many men of God have I not heard who will say, I went to wait on the Lord with a message from this anointed one and I came back with an anointing. It means that they've gone to spend hours, 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 hours. Listening. You, see, you don't listen to messages. In our church, we don't say listen to messages. We say soak. We don't listen to messages. In our church, we don't listen to messages. We soak. We soak. We soak. The message, the message must enter your spirit, and you must be saturated with the message. That that is when when you can talk that you've heard the message. Not a one-off like you are listening to the news. No, 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 no. We don't listen to messages. I don't listen to messages. I soak in messages. I can be with one message for weeks, sometimes months. You will see, when, as soon as I get my private moment, you see, I just go for that message. Because that is, that is the message that I've seen a treasure in that I'm trying to get out. Get out. I don't listen to messages. I don't listen. I don't do listening to messages like passive hearing. but I'm driving and some message is playing. No, 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 no. I'm foreign to it. I'm foreign to it. I don't even I don't even like a message playing and I'm not listening. Sometimes it does happen, but I don't even like it. I feel I'm wasting the message. So when I can't pay attention, I press press source. I press pause. Press that the pause. As soon as someone comes around, I change to music. Because I don't listen to music. I'm not a music listener. I don't do music. If I'm listening to music, then I'm looking for music for somebody to sing. Yes. Because I have to, I have to know, so if they get it wrong, I can comment. Yes. So when I'm listening to music, it means that I'm just Checking. So when they get it wrong, because when they get it wrong, they should know that I know they've got it wrong. And they always know that I know, because they always look at me and I just say, play on. Just play on. Just play on. Yeah. But I'm not into music. I'm into preaching. I'm into preaching. I'm into messages. Messages message message must play oh very no very no because you, listen to over, you don't understand the message <laughs> so that you understand it you understand it but you haven't got the spirit of it so that you can reproduce it like a parrot you can you can talk it, but it has you see, the message has no bite it means that you haven't soaked it. It hasn't entered your spirit. Because the effect the original message had on you. When you teach it, it has to have the same effect. If it doesn't have that effect, then it means that you are lacking something. You haven't heard it enough. Enough to communicate it. And sometimes we start communicating messages when it hasn't entered our hearts and our spirits. It's just in our head. We've just made notes out of it. Making notes out of something that says, it doesn't add anointing to it. Soak messages. Soak messages. In our church, all, all our, pastors, our pastors' messages are free. Video, audio, everything is free. So when you are in the church and you don't soak in messages, it means you are really some way. I mean, you are really from the dark ages. Yes. All of, all of us have podcast on our phones. So we just touched like that yesterday. By the time we wake up son, Monday morning, new message has come. But you see, but I don't do new messages. Yes. I don't listen to messages like I'm listening to the news. My pastor's messages is different from Sky News. It's Sky kind News. Of, I can turn it on and check what's the headlines, what's happening today. That's be listening to PBC. But not my pastor's precious message that he has released. Don't I wake up Monday then I'm just going to play it once. Oh, yes, I have heard. No, no, no. no. You don't get treasure like that. You don't get treasure like that. You will just, you, by the time you finish, you only remember the jokes. You know the jokes and the stories. Yeah. I've listened to the message. I said, what did you hear? They start telling you jokes and stories. There are times that I'm behind two, three weeks. But I don't mind. I don't mind at all. I can hear people saying, oh, the message last Sunday. I don't It doesn't affect me. Because I know that I need time to eat it. I need time to eat the message. I need time to eat it. And I need to eat it well. I need to eat it properly. I need to eat the message properly. So when, when, I stand, when I stand and I start preaching that message, and those who do current affairs also stand and start preaching it, you see the difference. You see the difference. You see who has eaten and who has smelled the food. I eat, you smell it. Yes. It will cost you time. It's going to cost you time. It's going to cost you time. Sometimes it's going to cost you travels and journeys. Because you have to slip. out. Where is he? What is he doing? Where is he preaching? Where is he having a conference? Hey, I'm going to take myself there. Nobody, people who have caught great anointings, nobody invited them. Nobody knew them to invite them, say, come. They were not known. They took themselves first before they became known. They went. They went themselves. They took themselves there. And anybody who is serious, you you, you can always spot them. You see them. That they are there. They are always around. You see them, they're always around in the shadows. Sniffing around, listening, hearing, imbibing. But it takes time. It's your time. You have, to sp- you have to spend your time on it. Spend your time with video messages. Spend your time on audio messages. Spend your time to attend conferences. Where, where the word is being made. Where there's an impartation. Impartation. As you spend your time there, 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 the spirit of God will come upon you. that the scripture says about Peter as he spake the Holy Ghost fell upon them as he spake the Holy Ghost fell upon them as he spake the Holy Ghost fell upon them you need time which year was which year was hard followers 2016 2016 yes two years ago two years ago Bishop had a camp with us called Heart Followers in Ghana. I was there. I said to myself, this theme is very interesting. I'd like to be a heart follower. I'd like to eat something. I'd like to drink something. I'd like to take something out of this camp. When I saw the theme, I'm sure in the middle of the camp I had forgotten of my dreams, but I was standing there as he was preaching and he began to prophesy. He began to prophesy. He started saying, you shall speak to nations. You shall speak to different, like different types of people, different tongues, different. He was prophesying. And as our customers, we rushed to the front to receive because the closer you are to the man of God, you know, according to your faith. But I remember that moment. I didn't move. I was standing there. I was sitting here second- Second, second seat. Like someone was my right side. Myself. They all left me. Then I was there, and I was looking at him. So as the people were coming on him, he climbed up the stairs. One, two, about three or four, and he stood there. He stood like this. And he left me like this. There, I was lost in the hall. The ceiling opened. The roof of the ceiling opened. It opened like in a circular shape, like that. And it began to rain on me. My head became wet. I kept rubbing my head and looking around. Where's the water That was prophesied. It began to rain on me. I didn't know what it meant. But now I know. Yes, now I know. <laughs> now I know. Now I know. Now I know. Now I know what it is. Initially, I didn't. Initially, I didn't. I was wondering, what, what is it? Tell me, how? You see, you see it's like, how, how is it going to manifest? What are you going to see? What are you going to experience? but now I do. Now I do. Now I see myself speaking to different tongues. I hardly preach without an interpreter. Hardly. It's rare. What I'm doing now is very rare. I'm sure the whole year, this is my first time preaching without an interpreter. The people I preach to don't understand English. They don't, they don't understand. They don't speak it. Nations, tanks. It's an anointing. Yeah, it's an anointing. Because, listen, I have followed him to different countries. And I've heard him say, what I'm saying to, what I'm saying to you now, I've heard him say it. And I've wondered, I remember when, when he said, I used to wonder, hey, this thing. I'm surprised that I am there. I am there. That I'm also preaching, I can say to you that this is my first time this year preaching to people without an interpreter my world and my realm are not english speaking people yeah invitations that i have come come and preach come and speak here i am not people who speak english it's an anointing i heard him prophesy you speak to nations you speak to different times and it began to ring i am there i am standing in front of you i'm telling you forever i am there i am working in it i'm working in it practically Practically. Practically. My audience are not immigrants or Ghanaians or West Africans. Yeah. But it's an, anointing. it's an anointing on the Father that has run down as He prophesied. It has practically happened in my life. Practically. And mind you, it's not small corner shop meetings. No disrespect to small groups, but I'm telling you that I have seen, I have seen congregations and people increase in numbers. When I enter, I said, whatever hall they choose, whatever hall they choose, when I enter the hall, the hall is full. It's, like, it's almost like it's up to them. Indonesia Church, nothing less than a thousand seater. I preach four times. Full, 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 full. Yeah. You don't understand a drop of English. Not a drop. But it's an anointing. You can explain it that it's easier to catch flights from London to. <laughs> yeah, people have. Because people have different ways of explaining things. You know, in London, it's easier to travel. You know, when you have a British passport, you can go to places easily. Well, you, 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 you look. You can have Chinese passport. You'll be surprised that you won't go to China. <laughs> I'm explaining that, look, it is an anointing. Is it till you call it that, till you call it that, you will not chase it. And you will not have it. Until you give it its name. And until you tell yourself that this kind of anointing is a higher anointing. I have something, but there's something higher. So let me go for the higher thing. Until you tell yourself that, you will never reach out for it. Because when you hear you just say, oh, okay. He say he speaks to Chinese people. I also speak to, I uh, also speak to guns. Yeah. But you have to be able to see, see the prophecies. That you you speak you will speak to nations. You speak to countries. Tanks, different. You have to see that it's a prophet. It's a prophecy. It's a higher thing. It's a higher anointing. Yeah, it's a higher anointing. You have to see it. That's how you reach out for it. That's how you reach out. But you sit in the church and you say, you know, your pastor's messages. Even when he starts the story, you know how some, some people are. When you start your story, then they finish. They t- they shout the end. that is is familiarity you should be able to see that there's a difference between you and your pastor there is a difference if there was no difference you'll be standing there and he'll be sitting no matter what you have to know there is a difference no matter how friendly how nice he how nice he is he is nice because he's a pastor he has been able to keep you because he's a pastor that's why I can't come he has kept you close and kept you around and jokes with you, smiles with you, eats with you, laughs at you. But you tell yourself in your coconut, let the enter your coconut. There's, There's a difference. There's a difference. There's a difference. There's a difference. Never think you are the same. Never think he's an ordinary person. Never make him even say to you that he's, you are not the same. All right, all right. You make a mistake when you make him utter those words. You're making a mistake. He has to prompt you. It's like a husband having to tell the wife that we are not the same. If you ever hear in your house that I am the head, you've made a mistake, that you are really some way wife. Don't let me go into that. I have enough firepower for it. Yes. (laughs) if ever your husband tells you I am the head of this house that means that there's an argument that means there's a debate that means that somebody has moved out of their seat and assuming another role so you have to be told climb down back to your seat back to your seat get back to your seat (laughs) <laughs> yeah. If your pastor ever has to tell you that I'm your pastor I'm more anointed than you oh please this is something you have to be told so long as, so as you're a member in his church he's more anointed than you he's not the one who feeds you he's not the one who prays for you not the one who leads you Never never be deceived. You see, some of the things you can be deceived because of the simplicity of it. The simplicity of it. You see, at at a point, the thing looks simple because you eat with the person. You walk with the person. You laugh with the person. You laugh, but it's all his anointing as a shepherd. He shouldn't tell you that we are not the same. Your husband shouldn't tell you that we are not the same. He doesn't have to tell you that if he tells you that you are a problem it's not because he's choleric it's not not because he's choleric and he's strong so he's always saying no no you are some way do you understand some way some way is a lighthouse term it means you are awkward to deal with and you have a negative spirit Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: You must always remember in your house that you are not a leader, no matter how soft he is, no matter how broke he is. Riches doesn't make you a man. Please, shut up. Let me preach. <laughs> anyway, the cost of your time. <laughs> <laughs> Her. Sit down, sit down, sit down so I can preach. It's a conference, sit down. <laughs> yeah. No, the ladies, things easily enter their heads, they become deceived very easily. Very, very easily. One dream and then they are lost. Anyway, it will cost you your time. I'm talking about price of the anointing. Number two is the cost of humility. Yeah. People love the things that make them look great. But when you are going for anointing in the field, you see, you are resigned to the fact that the anointing is here. This is where it is. So now you have to humble yourself. Humble yourself. Humble yourself and decide that he has something. He has something I don't have. He has see that, that's when you can kneel down and say, pray for me. You can kneel down and say, pray for me. Say, kneel down and pray for me. Can you please pray for me? You can even tell when church members stop asking you to pray for them. Yeah. Yeah, they have in, in, intelligent discussions, but no prayer. Yeah, I know members who are, even their even their WhatsApp. They always it always ends with, "Can you say a prayer for me?" And then those who will say, "What do you think?" There's a "What do you think, flock?" and say a prayer for me, flock. Can you kneel down in front of someone? Maybe someone that you are older than. Or someone that you, you, you feel greater than you. you are Greater in your own eyes. Whatever you feel. Can you just pray for me? Because I have seen the treasure. Because you, see, you need to see the treasure before you will ever be able to kneel down and front of you. You don't, you don't kneel down in front of someone who is your equal. You don't. You kneel down in front of someone that you think is great. You will kneel down in the presence of a great person to pray for you, to impart something to you. That is why you will never kneel down. And you shouldn't kneel down if you don't think the person is great. The of humility, to ask for prayer and then, and then to learn from the person, to learn, to learn, to learn, to learn that I'm going to learn. There's something to learn. Me parents, I don't know whether humble, I should say humble parents, but parents learn from their children all the time. Even, even though they learn with an attitude. They say come for me off my phone. It's not working. Can you can you do it by my phone? <laughs> they said they they, they there's something called, called podcast. Can you put it on for me? Find it for me, find it for me. Daggy word meals. I'm busy, I'm busy. Find it for me. Meanwhile, you don't know how to do it. Don't know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. instead, of saying, instead of asking nicely is that podcast podcast i don't know how to spell podcast podcast. find it find it daggy one miss daggy one miss find it for me find it for me look find it for me. my fish is burning find it for me do you say you want to eat plantain i'm frying the plantain for you. find the podcast for me podcast do the podcast for me put it on for me i need to listen to messages I here you can listen to messages I can't find all the messages. Can you find the message? There's a message called Spirit of Wisdom. Can you find it for me? Meanwhile, you don't know. It's of asking humbly, nicely. Nicely. Can you even teach me how to do it? teach it? That's what Jesus said. Come and learn of me. Come and learn of me. Come and learn of me. It's like I'll teach you. I'll show you. Real disciples, real followers, hard followers have the spirit of humility to learn. They learn. They humbly learn. They learn. Sometimes they learn quietly, silently, but they are learning. They are learning. Sometimes they don't need to, they don't need, and you don't need to meet the anointed person, but you can learn from him. You can learn. You can learn what he knows from the library he has put. He has put together the library. He has put together the library, and it's not a business. When you are told the price, you say it's not a, it's not a business. Sixty books. Fat books, fat, fat, fat books. If you, hear them, if you ever, you even feel bad. <sighs> he, tells it, he, tell, he tells me that when I go, he tells me, let them have it. It's a ministry. It's not a business. Let them have it. They are poor. They can't afford. Let them have it. So when I give them the price, now they are feeling bad, and they say, oh no, 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 no. Who we'll would we'll we'll, we'll like to give better? Who will give more? Cause it's not a business. It's for, it's for, it's for your ministry. That's what it means but you have to you have to be able to be humble to learn humble to say i'll get it i'll get it i'll read it i'll get it i'll read it i'll learn from it it takes humility i'll put i'll put to the side all of the things i've been trying that are not working because sometimes we've been trying things that are not working you can't mix the two concepts something. So you need to put aside what you think you know, put it aside and learn a new thing. Learn a new thing. Always be ready to learn new things. It's one of the teachings in Art of Leadership. A good leader always learns new things. You always learn new things. You learn new things. You're always open to learn something. You don't say that. While somebody is trying to teach you, then you are contributing. It's like I know already. Anointed people, watch them carefully. As they are trying to teach you and you are trying to act like you know already, they change the, they t- they change, they change the topic very quickly. It's just, they just switch off. They switch to something else as though the conversation should continue. You know already, okay, let's talk, let's talk about trains now. Yeah, they just change the topic because you know already. He's preaching and you shout, you shout a point already. It's okay, you know already. We move on. Let's move on. Let's go on. Because the people know. They seem to know. humility, To learn. To ask for prayer. To lower yourself and sit and learn in a conference. To make yourself a servant to someone whom you once thought you are equal to. Because to catch anointing, sometimes you you, you have to serve. Servants catch the anointing. Servants catch the anointing. When they are looking for an anointed, an anointed person, they asked, "We need an anointed person to give us uh, to show us something." He said, "There's a man who poured water on the hands of Elijah. He must have the anointing." In other words, there's somebody who saved him. Who saved him? There's a servant. There's a servant boy. He saved. If he saved, he must be anointed. If he saved, he must be anointed. People can not save. They stay in a church for two years and they say they have to move on. As though they, as though they are working in uh, HSBC and they need to move to Barclays. They treat church work like you are working in banks. Like I've worked in Goldman Sachs uh, for, for a while now. I want to move on to somewhere else. Church and anointing, anointings and ministry, it's not like, it's not like working in a bank. But I've worked here for a while. I want to move on. I've been here for a while, I need to move on. I need to, I need to move on to somewhere else. I've worked in this church for a while, I need to move. You need to humble yourself and stay. Stay in places. Be stable. And serve. Serve. And serve with, no, don't serve with a mind that one day you'll be released. You will not be released anywhere. Serve.
0: Ah.
1: I don't even know where we learn those things from. <laughs> I'll be released. Yes, I'll be released. You see, you see that when they when they come and they are looking for opportunities to preach, they say, "You know, I serve faithfully under Apostle Apostle Jimmy Jack, and he released me with all his blessings." So, I'm just here to introduce myself. So, in case there's an opportunity for me to minister, you know, I just uh, God just spoke to my spirit about revelation for the body of Christ, and I feel it will be very beneficial. To You've become too Americanized. You've learned the bad things. I've been released. I'm serving, I'm, I know I'll be released. So, since you were released, look at how dry you are. Try. Dry. You were more anointed in that ministry. That is where you got your name, your significance, your relevance. When you stepped out, you lost your relevance. You lost your relevance when you stepped out. Nobody even knows. We we know we only know you because of your association with the anointed. Why will you come and sit here and listen to me? Is it by the name Richard I.E. or by the name heward Mills? I know, even though you are trying to be polite, I know the answer. I am telling you that you are here because of heward Mills, not because of Richard. What? Who, who is Richard I.E.? Richard I e. should make the mistake and step out. He becomes a lone tree. A lone tree. You see, you have to know what is working. You have to know what is working. You have to know what has made you who you are. You have to know it. Don't tell yourself lies. Don't deceive yourself. Don't deceive yourself. And if you tell me, I'll tell myself. I'm intelligent enough to tell myself. I think by the cause I'm, I'm intelligent enough to tell myself the truth and what it is and the, the truth and the facts. Yeah. But people sometimes people can't tell themselves the truth. They speak in tongues, but they are so daft. Yeah. The mind is truly unfruitful. Yes. The mind, the mind is truly unfruitful. A lot of tongues. Bang, boom, go, boom, bang, bang. Bang, bing, bang, And then when they wake up, they start doing foolish things. Then you can see that their mind is really unfruitful. The spirit prayers. But the mind is dormant. But you have to be able to tell yourself the truth. Tell yourself, tell yourself, tell yourself how you became who you are. It is by association. Is it not Laban who said, I have learned by experience. I have learned from experience that God has blessed me for your sake. It's because of you that I am blessed. It is because of you. It is because of you. It is because of you. you. If it had not been for you, I wouldn't have a name. I wouldn't be who I am. I wouldn't have what I have. But it's because of you. How do you therefore wake up and disconnect yourself? Disconnect yourself so fast and so quickly. Even if you're offended, then you will be offended. Even if you are not happy, then you will be unhappy. Stay. You're too proud to stay. You see some people, when they go, then they are preaching to others for others to remain faithful with them and others to swallow their nonsense. Stay. Be intelligent. If you not in the spiritual be intelligent enough to stay. Be intelligent. Be smart enough. And stay. Because that is why you are blessed. That is why. I was in my house in the United Kingdom and God, God had a blessing for me. He sent me to the prophet in Ghana. After that, should I, if I've never known anything at all, should I not therefore know now that there are divine methods by which God promotes, by which God blesses, by which God lifts up, and God, and it's like God is not backing down on it. God is not backing down. Why can you will you not ask yourself about God if you have this thing for why didn't you give it to me here? When you were speaking, you God should have just told me that this is it. But he said, No. He said, Go to the as though it's as though I was reading the old testament. I said, Go to the prophet. Go to the prophet. When you go, he will say this to you. That is when it shall happen. And I went and he said it. I'm swimming in it. I'm swimming in it. I'm walking in it. I'm walking in it. I'm walking in it. It's like it's like a tap it's like a tap that is flowing there's no water bill. It's flowing. It's flowing. It's flowing. It's flowing. Anytime time I want to drink I just go to the tap it's flowing. It's always flowing. The same pressure. It's flowing. And I go there and I drink. And I walk away and I think maybe it will finish when I come it's flowing. Because it's from God. It's from God. You also be blessed. You also be blessed. Let's humble ourselves. You see, humility is very important. It's a price to pay. It's a price to pay to stay. That I am learning here. I am learning. I am learning. I know you have revelation already. I know you have teachings. I know you have anointings. I know you have a congregation. But there is more to learn. There is always more to learn. There's always more to learn. But you can only do it if you're humble. You have to be humble. Humble, humble, humble. Sometimes suddenly you will discover the person that you thought was your colleague has something that you don't have. How will I know that he has something that you don't have? He is doing something that you haven't done. Yes. Somebody is doing something that you haven't done. Or has something that you have been got, has been able to get some. Let's even say he's even got 251 members, and you have 249. He has two more than you. How did he get that, too? You will suddenly discover that I've got to learn from this person. I have to learn. I have to learn something. There's, there is something to learn. There is something to learn. There's something to learn. I'm a son of Bishop Dagi. What else? Maybe you call Bishop Doug your colleague. But where's your son? Where's your son? There you see that. Ah, there's a gap. Where's your son? Where is your son that you you can sit at home and drink tea and tell him that have a conference and preach? A conference that was originally started by me and in his name. He said, take it. Son, take it. Where's your son? That you can say, take it. There you discover that there's something I have to learn. There's something I have to learn from this man. I have to learn something from this person. This person knows something I don't know. This person has something I don't have. There you discover. There, there you discover. No, there's something I have to learn. He has something. He must have done something. He must have. have, I mean, his training and investment. He's been my pastor for 28 years. Yeah. For 28 years, I've been with him. No shift to the left or to the right. 28 years. I've just been there. He appointed me as a pastor. He counseled me in marriage. He officiated my wedding. It's been there. 28 years. What will make somebody have to stay with somebody for 28 years? Aha. Uh-huh. Then immediately you know. He knows something I don't know. He has something I don't have. Let me humble myself and learn from him. Learn. There's a treasure there. There is a treasure. Let me learn and drink from that from that river let me learn it's true you have it's not like you don't have anything at all you have other things but suddenly you see something that you don't have it means it's time to play as long as you see something that you don't have put on your school shorts and say i'm going to school say to yourself back to school back to school back to school In church, I'm called pastor, reverend, big man, daddy, poppy, papa, whatever. You've seen something you don't have. It's called back to school. I have to learn. I've got to learn. I've got to learn. I've got to because it's clear there's something you don't have. It's very clear. Number three. The third thing is that the price of anointing is the cost of openness. Openness, yes. Openness. You see, when you are not open, you can't even receive. That's the example I was giving you earlier. It takes you weeks. You travel and you come and meet the pastor. Who you claim is an anointed person for you. And then you just sit, you, you just, you just sit, you just sit there like a statue and say, speak into my life. What trick is that? It's almost, it's almost like a temptation or a trick. I want to check whether he has eyes or he can see something. What temptation is that? Are you Satan? Instead of being open and saying that I have A, B, C, D problem. Can you help me? Talk to me. You come and sit there and speak. Am I a radio? And maybe I don't blame you. Your background. You you have a certain training. With a mixture of lies and everything. But read the scripture. Read the scripture. Prophets don't know everything. They don't know everything. This experience I told you about Bishop in the, in the house, I told him about it about a year after. He didn't even know what had happened. I didn't say, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Strangely, one day I was sitting in the car with him and he asked me a question. That's what brought it up. I didn't say anything because I kept checking. Is, is it real? Is it true? This tap, is it going to flow forever? Sure, if Jesus was around, you would say, Oh, ye of little faith. Yes. But it's been flowing. Now you see how I talk about it confidently. Hey, it's flowing, Papa. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Six words. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Uh. You want me to say you also experience the six words, isn't it? <laughs> You experience something good. Yeah. You will. You have something good. Mm. Hmm. So that's your background. People have told you stories. Stories. This is this. I see this. Anybody they haven't seen they said they see your hair has turned into snakes. You see you, you, I mean you you see so it's like you you are you are you are you are you are virtually corrupt. You're spiritually corrupt. So the real power and the real prophetic anointing and ministration, you can't even benefit from it. Because it's been applied wrongly. I'm not intimidated by people who come up and say that I've seen this. It doesn't, it doesn't shake me. Because I read my Bible. That's, That's the rock on which I stand. I read my Bible. I finished preaching one evening. Some brother walked up to me. He said, "The Lord has given him a message for me." I said, "I said, I said before you deliver the message, what is your name? What, what, what is your what is the name? Where are you coming from? Who is your father? What's your identity?" And he started jumping and saying that he said, "You are the, you are the you are the type of pastors that you can receive from God." I said, "Clear off, clear off, clear off, clear off with your message, clear off." Clear out of my sight. As he wasn't clearing off, he was jumping. I just walked away and started talking to other people. When he finished jumping, he, when he finished jumping, he went home. <laughs> the, the Lord said, then I start shaking. I've had my quiet time. I went to church Sunday morning. Early Sunday morning, I went to the service. I was there. Nobody had come to check me. Just arranging of things and sorting things out. And then this man walks into the home. He said, The Lord has spoken to him that today he's the one preaching in his church. In the. Yeah. So this is sometimes, it feels like I, I didn't hear well. So I have to ask you. I said, I said, Pardon? Pardon? He wasn't a Ghanaian preacher, a Christian yes he said the Lord spoke to in this one that he should come and preach I said I said do you know when I woke up today hey, do you know what I've been doing before I've, go, I've dressed up and come to church and he come to tell me that all the things all the things I've, I've been talking to God do you know since when before I arrived here, he said God said I shouldn't preach I said I've been talking to him he didn't give me this message he has, rather, he has rather given me revelations to come and share today. So I said, I'm sorry, you are not preaching. I think, I think you've got the wrong address. <laughs> Maybe it's next door. Go next door and preach. don't say you should come and preach here. You are joking. People think when they say, God said, then we are trembling. We don't tremble because we read, because we read our Bibles. Because we read our Bibles. Because we have read our Bible. So we don't tremble. Don't tremble on, on these crazy mad men walking around with uh, mad revelations. Openness will help you benefit from the treasure. Be open. Be real. Be real. Be real. Say it as it is. Say it as it is. Say, say what you are going through. Say what is happening to you. Say what you want to hear from the pastor. Say it. In that treasure. He said, unless you don't see a treasure in him, unless you see him in a different light, if you see him in a different light, then don't try. But don't go and play tricks and sit in front of the man and say, what do you see? What do you see? He says, it's like somebody wearing a mask and say, guess, guess what's my name? Your name is Anas. Anas, that's your name. <laughs> You don't know a nurse, you see. It's somebody who wears a mask. Number four. What do you for that man? Say, no, 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 no. Who am I? No, 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 no. Who am I? Oh, you'll be ushered out very fast. You will not even know that I've called for you, but I'm telling you, I'll call for you to be ushered out. You can't waste my time. Oh, can you come here and waste my time? To check, to check what? If I have the Holy Spirit, if I have revelation and prophetic eyes, if I have seven eyes on my forehead. na 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 no. Nah. Who am I? I should speak. Tell me who am I? I'll make a noise and tell me who I am. Who am I? Number four is the cost of learning new things. People have to stick to what they learned as children. That's why they've never improved. The last thing they learned is what they have learned, and they are stuck there. That's why they'll see someone's church and say it's full of children. And they have over 50s, and it's not growing, and they won't be quiet. And say, hey, maybe, maybe the thing is to get young people. Instead of learning, instead of learning, you are stuck with your over 60 elders who don't go on outreach, who can come for all night, who can sing in a choir, who can dance, join praise and worship. Who can do anything? You are stuck with them and you are and you are mocking somebody's, you are mocking somebody's. if i come to your church and I see you over 60s i'll say hey maybe i need grown-ups in my church maybe i need grown-ups i think i need grown-ups i think it adds some color to the church that is what that is what i'll say to myself i'm not saying when i went to church, you go and see the church is dead the people they can't everyone offering offering when they are coming from the the appeal to the front you see how they are working <laughs> There's always something to learn. How come you, your eyes only see things that you have to criticize? Why don't you see things that you have to learn? That is how you can become anointed. See things you have to learn. See things you can learn. See things you can learn. Don't be baptized in criticism and sadness and bitterness see things you have to learn things you can learn and things you should learn and things you can benefit from always learn new things always, always learn new things always all the time learn new things there's always something to learn if you look around you see there's something to learn you see hey, there's something to learn I should be able to apply this I should be able to do this Ah, at church we don't do this. Oh, at church we don't have this. There's always something to learn. There are a lot of things to criticize. You can criticize so many things. But you can also learn a lot. Learn a lot. Yeah. Number five. The cost of adjustment. Hmm. The one who seeks the anointing is the one who must adjust his life to suit the anointed. The burden of adjustment is on the seeker. It is the one who is pursuing the anointing who has the burden of changing his lifestyle to accommodate the behavior of the anointed. As soon as you find the anointed, you find the failed, you have to adjust. You have to learn how to adjust. Adjust your lifestyle. maybe you are even copying something from th- there are things you have to dismantle in your church maybe and put new structures in place instead of being stuck with the old ways or trying to put new wine into old wine skin there, there are things you have to stop maybe you, you go to a place here that we, we don't pay instrumentalists and you every Sunday half of your offering is going to instrumentalists don't, I've never paid an instrumentalist before over 20 years in this country I've never even given an instrument instrumentalist one P one p. One instrumentalist once joked about something we are not paid I said even your joke is repulsive to me it's repulsive because he said it was a joke I said your joke is repulsive because even jokes are things you have thought of yeah. And then there you are, there you are, spending all your offerings, and you don't understand why you're always broke. So, you have to adjust, you have to learn what are the things that are done, what are the little things that are done. Maybe you're afraid all your instrumentals will leave you. Go, go on, go, go online, there are tracks for every music. Yes instrumentalists are too important in your you've made them too big and important and puffed up one of the secrets of a rich and prosperous person is frugality he's frugal he's frugal the hole that I use if I tell you how much I pay you collapse hey I will back into the last saliva.
0: Yeah. So I would rather
1: save money for the work of God. Back into the last saliva. You, if I tell you, you collapse. When I, when I finished everything, they agreed. I said, okay, when we finish church, you see, I'm the bishop. I need a room to do counseling. They said, oh, that room is, they quoted some fantastic figure per hour. I said, I don't have. I don't, I don't have anything again, but I need a the room. They said, okay, take it, take it, take it. You should see me. I have, I have a double room, air-conditioned, for free. I sit in it every Sunday like that, drinking Coca-Cola. Free come and see me, you say, hey, this man, he has money, he just spend it. I'm not spending a dime. A dime. If they don't give it to me, I'll stand in the main hall and talk. I have stood in halls and talked many years. It's not a problem. I don't need an office to be a pastor. Hey. But you should be able to adjust. But people can't adjust. We like this kind of big money, same things, big, big things, big, big, spending, splashing money, splashing money. And that is why we don't have anything. I learned it from my pastor. I learned it from him. He taught me frugality. He taught me how to count my pennies. He taught me how not to waste money. And I realized that we have become rich. We haven't become poor. We have become rich. We are not poor. So all that Free? money. I come, like you free. Free. And i sit with them talking like you see our lips just say free <laughs> yes everything free you won't give it to us okay we are there we are there sunday i'll be there i'll say who oh, is using this room but the room is empty you mean you won't give it to us it's, it's empty should take my 500 pounds an hour and give it to you. Why? Why? Uh, there's no work to do for God again. Okay? Yeah, I should take my money an hour and just throw it like this. Every, every Sunday after today, I collect, I collect the offering like that, I'm, I'm coming. I've, I've, come to work for you. I didn't come there to work for you. I came there to work for God. I'm not going to call it people's tithe and offerings and just dump it on some unbeliever man somewhere. No, 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 no. You no, 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 no. don't work like that. Adjustment. You see, there are many things to learn. Many, many things to learn. Because you be with someone, you don't even understand what the person is doing and how the person does what he's doing. But there are many, 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 many the person is doing. To have what he has and to be who he is. Number six is the cost of honor. When you see the field, you have to respect the field. Did you see that verse? Give us the passage again that the guy actually bought the whole field. <laughs> and buyeth that field he didn't buy the portion where the treasure is he bought the field you have to be able to get to the place where you accept the, the vessel accept the person and honor the person you see honoring someone is receiving the person receiving the person as you receive it's like I have accepted you I receive you I receive you as the anointed person I receive you as a father. No question. Not not partially anointed. I receive you 100% as that. He bought the entire field. He received the person into his life. Receiving. Admiring. Admiration. You need admiration for who the person is and what the person is. Those absent, are you with us? Okay. Yes. One of the greatest keys of honoring is learn, learn not to dishonor. You see, how do you dishonor someone? This person could be worth, let's say, 2,000 pounds. You have 2,000 pounds. You want to honor him. You want to appreciate him with 2,000 pounds. Because we, we, we also honor with offerings. When you honor, you bring or you take the person offering to another person, to appreciate it. I appreciate you. It's one of the most spiritual acts you can do. Or, oh, I don't know. Of honoring the person, 2,000. But the issue of giving the person the 2,000 pounds for honor, you say to yourself, This one was also my father from 1966 to 1962. This one was my spiritual mother from 1962 to 1971. This one, then you start sharing. Share, 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 share. Then you are left with 500 pounds. I bring you 500. You've dishonored him. Because his true value and his true worth from what he does. It's the 2,000. And the others don't matter. Yes. The Bible says we have many instructors. We don't have many fathers. A lot of people come and chip in here and there, here and there, here and there, here here, there, here, there, here, there, here, there, here there. But they are not the same as the person who is with you, ministering to you. Speaking to you, praying for you, laying hands on you, directing you, counseling you. It's not, the, it's not the same as a guest preacher. How can you honor a guest preacher more than you honor your own pastor? That is wickedness. That's wickedness and ingratitude. I look after your, your guy next to you. Okay, He's going. Help him. Anna, 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 Anna properly, Anna, properly, and shamelessly, Anna, Anna, and maintain the gap between you and the person so you can see the person clearly, clearly, that this, this, this is the one I must Anna. This, this is my father. This is my prophet. This is my blessing. Don't mix it. Don't mix it. You attend one conference somewhere then you appoint the person as your father. One guest preacher passes through your church and you say, this is my father now. This is the person I must honor. Or the person I must honor gives you a chance. He gives you a chance to preach where he preaches and you feel you are equal. Suddenly, you've lost interest in what he is saying and what he is preaching and his instructions and his advice because now people are asking you for advice. That is dishonoring. Be careful, be very careful when you are going higher. Be very careful, be very careful, and always ask yourself: who is holding my hand? Somebody is holding my hand higher. Keep your eyes on that person, not the heights that you are reaching. Keep your eyes on the person that is taking you up. You. Remember the person that is taking you up. Wow. Remember the person that paved the path for you. you. Don't be an idiot. Don't be a fool. Don't be a twerp. Don't be an idiot. And say because you've gone up. Now you preach in conferences. And people clap for you. Now people give you offerings. So you think you are the same. You are not the same. You are not the same. You are not the same. Don't let Satan enter your heart. You are not the same. You are not the same. You are not the same. Even though you are saying, you turn around and look at him now. As you think you have caught up, check, check and see. What you are doing has even made him greater, because you are forever his fruit. Have some, have some sense, and accept that. I've got to go and have his I learned from this, and there's look, there's always something to learn. Never think that. Never, never. Even when you catch an anointing, never tell yourself, "I've caught what there is to be caught." I think now I'm okay. No. 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 That's what the Bible says that don't forget that hole out of which you were digged. Yes. You came out of a certain hole. You were digged out of the hole. Yes. No matter how great you have become, always remember the hole out of which you were digged. Remember you know, the hole that gave you that anointing. Right. The hole that opened your eyes that church can grow. Pastors can be trained. Buildings can be bought. Conferences can be held. Remember. Remember. Hearken to me, he that follow after righteousness. He that seek the Lord. Look. If you go home, go and check the meaning of look look for meanings and synonyms from look one of the words there will be gaze to stare never lose focus of the rock whence you were hewn and to the hole of the pit whence you were digged when you shoot out like this know that you've come out of a hole Ask yourself, who is your digger? Who dug you out? Who brought you out? Before now, you're answering back and explaining back. It sounds simple and funny, but your greatest key in honoring someone is never dishonor the person. Yes. And usually the disarming starts by adding people. Adding people and start sharing the honor. Adding people. Adding people. Adding people. Adding fathers who are not fathers. Yeah. People, people who have never fathered you. Just because of someone or two, it's like I have to add them. You think, oh, what you are doing? You are dishonoring somebody. I, in my life, in my life, I do not even have one and a half fathers. I don't have one and a half. Yeah. And I owe no man an apology. I remember when Bishop Dad came to my house. He visited me. He visited me. In the visit he only asked one question. Do you believe you are called? I've never heard such a thing as calling. Do you believe you are called? He asked question two. Do you believe you are a pastor? And each question I threw it back at him and said if he thinks so And he kept saying, I think so, I think so, I believe so. He believed in me, he believed in me, he believed in me. He pointed me to the direction of ministry. He did it. Single-handedly, not with a committee, not with a committee, not with a group of people. I can't take that from me. He ordained me. The day, the day he was appointed as a pastor, I always remember his language today. He said, I have decided, I have decided to appoint you as a pastor. Thanks. Through the years, he's been there. He's been there. Solid as a rock. He's been there. He's been there, he's been there for me. You talk about loyalty? He's very loyal to you. Hey. Not my people will say I am loyal to him. He is loyal to me. Very, 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 very faithful and loyal and stable, and, and and he doesn't even waver a millimeter to the right or the left. As I'm standing, I am sure that he's on my side and he's with me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> when we're honoring, always keep the person up there. Try keep him up there because the burden is on you. You can either choose to equalize or to close the gap. Never close the gap. If you go up, he's the one taking you up. Know that he's up. He's higher than you because he has to be ahead of you to take you there. Always keep the person up there. Always keep the person up there. Always keep the person. As your blessings increase, your offerings to the person must also increase. Yes. Not, not, not now, you see, you are, you also have people who, um you know, take so, we are the same. Never the same. Never the same. The day I had a child, my mom ceased to be mom. She became grandma. Yes. My success promoted it. Never. She didn't stay there. It's not like now. It's not like now I'm, I'm, I'm daddy, you're also money. No. Her name changed. My success brought a promotion into her life. Yes. You should know that. When you do well, the field, the, 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 the pit from which you were decked, the pit. Remember that pit. Always remember that pit. Even though it looks as though your church is bigger, remember the pit. Yeah, remember the pit. Remember, remember the pit from whence you were digged. Remember, it says look, I, look, this whole verse. The most striking word there is look. Striking word to me is look. Look. Always see. Always see the person. The rock out of which you were here. Always see it. Look onto it. Look to that rock. Don't turn your head away. Don't turn your eyes away. No matter what you have, no matter what you've gained, no matter what you think you have achieved, don't turn your eyes away. Look. Always look and keep looking. Keep looking and keep watching. You see something that you didn't know. You see something that you didn't know. I remember when I was sitting, I was sitting in my house and I said to myself, Hey, my father, my biological father. He knew a lot of things he didn't say. Do you know how I came to that conclusion? I have children now. Yeah. I have children now. And I have children in the church. And I was actually thinking about children in the church, not even my biological children. People that I have been with and worked with. Through the, and I was thinking of the things I know that they don't know that I know or they think I don't know. And I was sitting there, and I said, this head, eh, this head that you see, <laughs> there are things in it oh. I'm telling you, my head, there are things in my head that I don't say, and that I'll never say. I sat in my house, I said, I said, look, I said, look at them. I said, some of them, if they discover that I know, they will say, earth, open, I need to disappear. <laughs> and I said, I said, I don't know how can I said to myself, my father must have known things that he never said. Never. He must have known. I mean, he will know. If I know, he will know. If you keep the person there in honor, in respect, you will learn new things. You will learn more things. No, you will learn. You will actually learn. There are, because there are more things to learn from them. Those ahead of us, our fathers, there are more things to learn more things to learn. More things to receive. Never let, never let a book finish. There's a book in my life called The Mega Church. It doesn't finish. I don't even know why I told you. Because I've never told you before. There's a book in my life. It's called Mega Church. It doesn't finish. Mega Church doesn't finish. You know, I've read cover to cover. Cover to Cover and cover to cover. I don't know how many times I've read it. It's a book before, before the age of e-books. It was always, I had a copy by my bedside and had a copy in my hand luggage. It's the only book that always lies in my hand luggage when I'm traveling. Mega church. You can't finish. You can't finish. How can you finish learning? How can you finish learning? There's always something to learn. Based on your age, and your face, the face of life you are in, when you start reading, there's always a new lesson. A new lesson that you can't see because you are not there yet. But it is there. When you read it, it doesn't mean anything to you. Read it two years from now. You see, oh, 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 oh. I can preach cost of of Anna next year. I promise you, my revelation will be different. Yes. Because I would have learned more. I would have learned more. I would have received more. I would have received more. You have every face of him, it, it gives you. It's like, because look, God is there. God is there. He has been there before you were born. But he's there. We are now discovering things about him. This is when I hear things about the stars and these I marvel. I, I, I said to myself, is it new? It's, not it's been there. He has never bothered to call you and say that, do you know that when you look outside, you can see Venus? Have you received a phone call like that before from God? But it's there. When you start learning, then you start understanding the, the song, how great thou art. How great. Now you sing with God, how, it's like God is truly great. He is really, really, really great. Because now you discover that all these things are out there and you didn't know. You didn't know, all you knew is that don't be, don't be led by stars, don't read stars, don't be a uh, distant, I bind in the name of Jesus, you said I'm Scorpio, I bind, that's all you knew about stars, but they are there for real, for real, they are there, they're there for real. And because you didn't know, but God has never called you before, he's never dialed your number and said, hey, hey, apostle, apostle Jack, Look up, you will see my greatness. He's never bothered, but he's there. There are revelations in books. The more you read, the more you eat. There are revelations in messages. The more you listen, the more you listen, the more you understand. Based on your age, based on your spiritual age. That's how come you can't catch somebody out of your life. I have finished with him. Ministry is not like secondary school. I have finished i finished A-level, so i finished. That is not ministry. So honoring someone is like staying with the person. I've got to stay with you. I always eat from you. You will always be the hands out of which I eat. No matter what, you'll be the hands out of which I eat. Unless you're not matured. Enough. How can you be matured and say that? Now you are more mature than your fathers. You see, your hands... At the hands from which I will eat. Because the older you get, the more you even understand the food you eat. Yeah. Number seven. Sit. Number seven is the cost of listening. Don't worry, I'll give you a wee wee break shortly. Cost of listening you have to listen. You have to listen, and you have to keep listening. The field, there are treasures in messages. Treasures in messages. You have to keep listening to messages. You have to keep listening to them. Listening to them. Listening to them. And keep listening. Keep listening and keep learning. Because there are things to learn. A lot of things to learn. A whole host of things to learn. You have to keep listening. And hearing. And hearing. And hearing. And hearing again. You have to keep hearing. You have to make time and listen. Not current affairs attitude. Or breaking news attitude. Listening. Sometimes one message, one. One. You'll be able to stay with one message and stay with it for a long time. Jesus said, The words that I speak, they are spirit and life. The the words of the anointed contain spirit. The words of the anointed, the words of the anointed, have spirit and life. There's an impartation when you are hearing the words of the anointed, something happens to you. You, are, you, you will be affected if you listen to the anointed long enough and with the right attitude. You'll be affected. You'll be affected. Don't throw, don't throw away in your life listening to messages and reading. Don't throw it out of your life. Don't throw it out of your life. Don't throw it out of your life. Anointing. Listening. Anointing. Reading. It's the words. The words. The words. The words. Sometimes don't bother. Don't bother about meeting anybody. anybody do. don't, 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 don't bother about it. If you get the chance, bless God. But if you don't get the chance, keep listening. Keep listening and keep reading. 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 Keep and keep reading. You see, you will become. You, you will become you will become that thing that you've been hoping and praying and dreaming to become. May the spirit of the Lord rest upon you. Stand to your feet and thank God. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. He's blessing you. Thank him for his word. Pray. Pray for the spirit of revelation. Pray that it will stay with you. It will stay with you. Pray for the spirit of revelation. To hear and to see and to understand. Ah. Ah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Kaba Shaba Talaba Kaba Shaya. Thank you, Father. Father, thank you. I bless your precious name. Thank you for your great blessing. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats.